Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Praise the Lord, everyone. Welcome to this morning's episode of Morning Manor to Live By. I am Apostle Rose White, your host for today, and we thank the Lord for you that have joined us on this wonderful day that the Lord has made. It's a great day, a wonderful Tuesday, and we are just excited. We know that God has a word for us on today, and we're thanking you for your time of being here in fellowship as we're going to be going through the word of God on today and having a special time of prayer. Amen. For all of you that are new here on this morning, we want to welcome you. We say welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here with us. We pray that your time here um, on this morning's broadcast will be a time of refreshing, a time of empowerment, a time of enlightening. Amen. Because you know what? God is up to something real good. That's my favorite saying. Amen. God is truly up to something good. We do like to to state before we get started, especially for those that are new um, here with us for the very first time, uh, please mute your phone lines, and you're able to do that by pressing the star six keys on your phone's keypad, or if you have a mute button, go ahead and press that mute button now. This will uh, prevent any background noise. Um, but allow you to hear everything that is being said. There will be a time when you will be able to unmute your phone lines when it's time for um, prayer requests as well as praise reports. But in this particular time, unless you have an active part uh, with the program, we do like for you to um, mute your phone lines. Additionally, if you're using a Bluetooth device, some type of wireless phone, um, turn your volume down. Because when you do this, if it's up too loud, it may cause some static feedback. But we have to give God praise that we have actually had clear lines to God be the glory. And so with that said, our lineup for this morning is that I'm going to be coming to give us our word for the day. Brother Thomas is going to be reading our scripture on this morning. And our study is going to be coming from Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verses 1 and 10. So go ahead, get your Bible, get your pad, get your pen ready. Um, because as he reads the scriptures, we are going to be going through, doing a little summary of what these particular passages of scripture is saying. And it may be some nuggets that God may speak into your heart. He ministers to us individually as well as collectively. So we want to be prepared to make those notes um, as they are given uh, and poured into our spirit. And then after we go through the word, Minister Carla is going to be coming to take our prayer request and take us into the throne room of grace. Amen. And so our word for today is order our steps Tuesday. 
May all that we say and do represent the God in us on this Order Our Steps Tuesday. Amen. Your, 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 your line is muted, Brother Thomas. Good morning. I'm going to be reading from the King James Version uh, of Ecclesiastes, chapter 5, verses 1 through 10. Keep thy foot when thou goest to the house of God, and be more ready to hear than to give the sacrifice of food. For, thy, for they consider not that they do evil, be not rash with thy mouth, and let not thy heart be hasty to utter anything before God. For God is in heaven, and thou upon earth. Therefore, let thy words be few. For a dream cometh through the multitude of business, and a fool's voice is known by a multitude of words. When thou vowest a vow unto God, defer not to pay it, for he hath no pleasure in fools. Pay that which thou hast vowed. Better is it that thou shouldest not vow than that thou shouldest vow and not pay. Suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. Neither say thou before the angel that it was an error. Wherefore should God be angry at the voice and destroy the work of thine hand? For in the multitude of dreams and many words, there are also different diverse vanities. But fear thy God. If thou seest the oppression of the poor and violence perverting of the judgment and justice in a problem, marvel not at the matter, for he that is higher than the highest regardeth, and there be higher than they. Moreover, the profit of the earth is for all. The king himself is served by the field. He that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver, nor he nor he that loveth abundance with increase. This is also vanity. These words have already been blessed. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen, Brother Thomas. You know, when Brother Thomas was reading, I was thinking about as he was talking about the the, the vows and dyings. You know, so many people, that's why they, they struggle a lot of times with the King James Version. Um, but I love it just the same because we are looking at, you know, the, the original language here that's being spoken. And you know what? It, it's, it's such a joy because there is so much wisdom here in Ecclesiastes and so much that we gather from these passages of verses of Scripture that applies to us today, you know, and God is saying, I need you to hear, I need you to listen, I need you to put your ears on um, and hear exactly of what is being said through the wise words of Solomon. And so here 
we see some advice here, and it's some very important advice, teaching us how to guard our steps. And you know what? And it's not just guarding our steps when we're outside, when we're walking to the mall, to the park, or, you know, just up the street. But we need to guard our steps even when coming in God's presence. See, it ends with that call to fear. We are to respect the Lord God. And so there's lots of mention here talking about the fool or even the conduct of the foolish person. And it's demonstrating that, you know, Solomon's purpose is to have people to avoid mistakes that a lot of times foolish people make. And he is particularly concerned with the way that we even speak, the words that comes out of my mouth. What's that saying in the movie? Do you understand the words that's coming out of my mouth? You know, sometimes we don't understand what we're saying, and we just be talking, and we just be saying stuff. But throughout here, we see Solomon is dealing with issues, uh, dealing with worship, being in, in the house of God. You know, the things that we are saying, particular kinds of things that we do. And so when we look at verse 1, again, he's talking about guarding your steps. You see, I think about the words in Proverbs um, chapter 21 and and verse 23. It says, he who keeps his mouth and his tongue. This is a person who thinks before he speaks. And there comes a time when we have to think more carefully. A lot of times uh, our mouth will get us in trouble, you know. And so here it's telling us to think carefully. You know, when things happen, sometimes all of a sudden we get to run off at the mouth. My mother always say, always every time you run off at the mouth. You know? And sometimes the things that we say we'll, we'll speak very quickly because it comes to the top of our head and all of a sudden we just start spurting out stuff before we thought it completely out. And one thing I think my brother and I once will talk about, once words go out there, it's done. It's out there. You can't, you can't retract those words. You can't bring them back. And so Solomon is giving some advice to people even when they go into the house of God, when they attend worship services. You know, it applies even when it comes to a worshiper that's coming and approaching God, dealing with our actions when we come into the divine presence of the Lord. The bottom line here with this verse is that we have to think very carefully about what we're doing when we even come before God. We've got to be quick to listen, be ready to listen, and then the words that we hear, we've got to obey. The obedience. Is better than sacrifice, you know. And it talks about being, you know, not offering up the, the sacrifices that fools offer. See, foolish people don't even know what they're doing. They, they have no clue. They have no idea. They think they know, but they really don't. And so even as we look at verse 2, you know, there are lessons here. He's telling us don't be so quick to speak. And when we do speak, here are the words. Let your words be few. You know, you you ever met people that, you know, they're constantly even making promises. Every time you turn around, out of their mouth come, you know, this is what I'm going to do. I promise I'm going to do that, and I'm going to handle this, and I'm going to take care of that. You know, constantly making promises of what they're going to do, but when it's all said and done, they do very little, if anything at all. And this is what Solomon is talking about. Sometimes we talk too much. We make too many promises, less in my, my vocabulary is more. Don't promise more than you can fulfill. Think carefully. Sometimes we can promise too much in the presence of God. This is why many marriages fail. 
They make promises that I'm going to love you through sickness and in health. But the moment one gets diagnosed with a terminal illness, I can't handle that. I got to go. The moment that there's a failure, the moment that there's maybe infidelity, the moment that the money is not right, the moment that someone is just not appearing to be like they want, I got to go. That's just too much for me to bear. We got to be careful because we make promises, you know, before God, and we've got to honor those promises. And even in verse 3, you know, it talks about dreams. You know, those, those dreams that comes with much business. Solomon here is saying that a dream comes, you know, in many types of forms, you know, while people are sleeping. Even sometimes in the daytime, there will be thoughts that comes into your mind. It signals all kinds of things. You see, and dreams go hand in hand a lot of times with the cares uh, 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 of this world, and they can sometimes bring some bad dreams. They can conjure up nightmares. And so Solomon is saying that with many words, man speaks foolishness. But sometimes because we dream dreams, because we see certain types of visions, we start talking. See, not all the time we need to talk about the stuff that we see, those mysteries that we sort of see. Sometimes we need to wait those things out, and those things can cause us to worry, and they will cause us to talk a whole lot. Even sometimes in prayer, because we have seen a whole lot of things, we just start babbling. You know, we just start going off. But we need to wait everything out. See, in, in this particular chapter, for those of you that are just tuning in as we're going through Ecclesiastes chapter 5, you know, God is giving us warnings through these passages of scriptures this morning, words of advice, sound wisdom. Even as we look at verse 4, this is a warning that we are to be careful when we make a vow. I cannot stress this too much. If there is nothing else, I need to really stick here for a few moments because there are lots of people making lots of vows that are not following through the vows that they made. Say, this is a teaching that needs to be spoken more about in the church house today. We got people that are making vows unto the Lord, putting, you know, and saying we can't put off those vows that we make. If you're going to make a vow, stick to it. What is a vow? A vow is a promise that is made to God. But a vow is more serious than a promise. Because, see, a vow generally uh, uh, involves taking an oath. And when you look at the Old Testament, there were many kinds of vows. And, again, for those of you that are tuning in, please go ahead and mute your line. Amen. Because I need you to hear this. See, this is the thing that the enemy don't want us to hear, and that is truth. See, a person back in the Old Testament could make a vow like a bargain. You know, if you look back at Judges, for those of you making note of this, that's why we say bring a pen and a pen. I want you to make a note of Judges chapter 11, verses 30 to 31. That was Jephthah. He made a promise. You know, he promised to sacrifice that whatever came out of his house to meet him when he returned home, if God would give him victory over Israel's enemies. See, a person could make a vow to demonstrate his faith or her devotion. Many of us know about the Nazarite vow. 
But I never want to assume that everybody is at the same place. That's why I love Morning Matter, because we come to grow, to learn, and we glean. And so in Numbers chapter 6, it talks about that Nazarite vow. And this, was, this is in that category. See, for, uh, when we think about this particular type of vow, it was a vow that required a person to abstain from, stay away from wine, wine vinegar, grapes raisins, anything that was intoxicating like liquors, vinegar made from these substances, and eating or drinking anything that contained any trace of grace. This was the Nazarite vow. And so in general, a vow was accompanied by some type of outward sign. It was a ceremony where there was a sworn oath that was taken. And so Solomon is saying here that any vow, that is made must be fulfilled. My God, I just, we've got to get this. Never delay or postpone a fulfillment of the vow in which you have made. Don't look for excuses to complete your vow once you've said what you're going to do. Be a person, a man or woman, that you will do what you say and say what you do. See, the emphasis is primarily on fulfilling those vows. It's, it ain't a how quick you complete your vow. It's sticking to it. See, back in the day, I remember years ago, our church would literally set up vows. I don't know some of you might have had those back in the day, and in some places they still have them. You know, some of them call them commitments today. They have different little words, but they're vows. And these were vows that, that would help us when we were trying to build the new church facility. And members, including myself, would come and sign a commitment card vowing to pay a seed amount each month. We would promise to pay X amount of dollars. But guess what? Only perhaps a third of the people that would come up, sign those commitment cards, took it serious enough to follow through on the end of that vow that they made. It wasn't just to the church or to the pastor. It was before God. And guess what? Many people suffered financial lack. And I truly believe a lot of that was because they failed to fulfill the vow that they had made. Men and women of God today, again, as we mentioned earlier, making vows to one another before God to stay together, but they fail to do so. See, when you tell God you're going to do something, then make sure that you do it. According to Deuteronomy chapter 23, do you know that failure to complete a vow is sin? See, we always get to think that somebody that's doing drugs, somebody getting drunk, somebody swinging around the pole, you know, selling their body, we tend to think that's the sin. But see, it's the little foxes that was spoke. It's the little things such as making a promise and not fulfilling your promise that can cause you to lose out. And so here, when we fail to do that, there are sanctions that apply, punishments that are applied when a person fails to keep their vow. You know, here he talks, Solomon is talking about when a fool fails to fulfill a vow. It, it, it's contrary to God's will. And guess what? God ain't pleased with foolish behavior. Those who are preparing, those of you that are single here on this call this morning, if you are preparing to get married and you are married, fulfill your vow made before the Lord. Those that are already married, fulfill your vow. 
What's that vow to love, to honor, to cherish, to respect one another unto death? You do part. Do as you have vowed to do. And then even as we look at verse 5, Solomon here is giving some alternatives here. The first is that, you know, uh, what he is commending. And the second is what he is advising against. See, it's not a sin if we don't make a vow. It's a, it's the best thing to do is not to make one, especially if you know you're not going to fulfill it. See, that's the problem. The problem comes when the vow that you make is not fulfilled, when you don't do what you say you're going to do. And so the person here that Solomon is addressing is the person who is studying to be wise. Isn't that all of us here today on this morning round of broadcast? Amen. We're all here to gain, to grow to become stronger in the Lord. And so Solomon is saying to us on this morning, even in matters of worship, that we are to avoid problems. And that is just that we are to be faithful when it comes to our commitments. See, people, they don't commit today. People won't commit to stay on their job. They won't commit to be a good neighbor. They don't commit to being a good husband, a good wife, a good parent, a good sibling. You know, there has to be commitment. And if there's any doubt about our ability to fulfill a vow, then we have to be wise. Don't make the vow. If you're not ready for marriage, don't marry. See, foolish people make promises that they know they can't keep. So we've got to be wise in all of our dealings. And this morning as I was sitting here and studying and pondering on this scripture, you know, the Holy Spirit began to speak in my spirit concerning this verse in many different areas of life. He said, one, don't take out a loan if you know you don't generate enough income to pay it. See, if you know you're taking out a loan and you got one of those kind of jobs that people are flimsy, flimsy, and they might lay you off at any given moment, and you know that there you're not going to have no income, don't take out the loan. Hold on, wait. Save enough money so that you can pay what you need to pay. Secondly, men don't marry when you know you're not in a position to take care of that wife, you alone, the whole family. Thirdly, people of God don't start a business. If you don't have a business plan or any idea how to run that business. See, these are words of wisdom. And then as we look at verse 6, you know, the theme, and I do ask that everyone please mute your line. Hallelujah. You see, in verse 6, the theme of this verse, you know, is careless speech. So when we're, when we're careless with our words, it leads to problems in our relationship with God. See, often our mouth will lead us into sin. That's what Solomon is saying here. You know, he said, don't allow your mouth to cause your body to sin. Listen again. Verse 6 says, and Brother Thomas was reading, suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. Neither say thou before the angel that it was an error. Wherefore should God be angry at thy voice and destroy the work of thine hands. Now I'm going to tell you, some people were thinking when he talked about, you know, before the angel, they were thinking there's some kind of angelic being here that then came up. There's a cherubim, the seraphim. No, he's saying how foolish it would be to have to go to the angel of the house, the priest of the temple, the pastor of your church, 
and say, you know what, I'm sorry, Pastor, but I made a mistake. I can't keep that vow. I promised I was going to pay $50. I ain't got no $50. <laughs> you see, that's why it's best. Don't make a vow unless you know you can keep it. And then Solomon asked a question. You know, wherefore, why should God be angry at your voice? This is a question that forms challenges to think about the consequences of failure. Literally behind this question lies a thought that the person is going to suffer in some fashion because now God then got upset. He's angry by the failure to keep the vow that we made. See, no gun was held up to our head when it came to making a vow. That's what we did. We made a choice to make a vow. And so we even see an example of this in 1 Kings chapter 20, verse 10. See, Benadad, he swore with words. He said, may the gods do so to me, and more also if I don't turn Samara into handfuls of dust. He made it up. And so Solomon is saying that when a person makes a vow and fails to keep it, the punishment called down at the time the vow was taken, it's going to be fulfilled. You can take that to the bank. God is going to do what he said he's going to do. And so Solomon is saying, you know, he goes on, says, and destroy the works of your hands. That means that there's going to be the destruction of all that one does. I don't know about you, but I don't want God to become angry with me and destroy everything that I do all because I didn't keep a vow that I made. I want God to fulfill all the blessings in my life. And the way that he will do that is that I fulfill all the promises that I made unto him. And so verse at 7, as we look here, you know, Solomon, again, he gives advice on even how to enter into God's presence, how to make, how to carry out vow. You know, he's talking about behaviors. Again, he deals a lot with the food. People don't like that word, but the Bible calls throughout the Bible, it talks about the food, the foolish man. The fool is quick to make promises and don't carry them out. But the wise man, the wise person, on the other hand, guess what? He thinks before he speaks. He's quick to carry out his promises. And so now Solomon is given a final advice, fear God. In these last few verses, we see the fear of the Lord. Even though you might have dreams, you might see great mysteries, and you have many words, but at the end of the day, we have to respect God. Honor God. Verse 8, we see some oppression. We see, you know, some justice that is here. We're talking about oppression and justice. Solomon is saying in verse 8 that if you see a poor anywhere being oppressed, if you see them being denied justice, and we see a lot of that, all you got to do is just open up your door. You see a lot of it. Not just on TV, not just watching on Facebook and on CNN. We see a lot of uh, 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 injustice right now in our streets, in our families. There's unlawful treatment that's going on right here in our land. But the word here is telling don't be amazed at all that. Because at the end of the day, there are high officials, and they don't realize that some of them do, they're being watched also by a higher power. There is a higher power. Every person of authority is under authority. We have to abide by that. You know, there's nobody that is not under some form of authority. And sometimes when we get to that place where we feel like, you know, nobody tell me what to do, at the end of the day, oh, somebody's going to tell you something. 
You know, I used to have young people say, well, I don't have to do that, and I don't have to abide by this. I know you're going to abide by it. Either you're going to abide by it through your parent, or you're going to abide by it by the man holding the gun up behind your head. You're going to abide by it because there is a higher power. And so here in verse 9, you know, it talks about the benefits of the land. See, everything that that's what's supposed to be in, you know, those benefits are supposed to be shared by everybody. And a person that is in authority, that has rulership, you know, that's in a place of power, their purpose is to protect. That's the reason why when we look to those that are in uniform, they are people of authority. We look to them to protect and to shield. Unfortunately, we know that a lot of times that doesn't always happen. And then as we see in verse 10, lastly, for our verse for this morning, Something that's very important. And see, this don't just apply. This ain't applying to the folk out in the world. Because remember, as we talk about the world do what the world does. And we expect them to do like they do. But for the body of Christ, for those of us that confess Jesus Christ as our Lord and as our Savior, our trust has to be in the Lord. He is our provider. He is our Jehovah Jireh. And there is nothing that we can lack in or will lack in when we put our trust in him. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Hallelujah. And so verse 10 says, if you love money, you will find that it don't satisfy you. Every time you turn on the TV, especially up in 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning, everybody, everybody that you can think of is selling some kind of get-rich-quick scheme. Make money doing this. Pay for this. You see? But people who, who find themselves always chasing after the next money-making opportunity, they still find they never have enough. Anything you have paid a whole lot of money made them rich, you ain't got a dime. See? People who love money and wealth, they never have enough of it. And so Solomon ends this verse with giving his famous words. This is also vanity. My, my, my. He's saying it's useless. Why run after that? In closing this morning, I want you to ponder on these words today. Think. Be careful of your conduct, both in the house of God, before God's presence, and everywhere that you go. See, we got to be careful with how we behave ourselves and conduct ourselves, whether we're in our own home, whether we're out in the neighborhood, at the grocery store, at the bank, on our jobs, or in the house of God. And then when we do come before God's presence, be ready to listen, to hear. Remain wise. Let us not be as foolish people who are always giving sacrifices, always thinking that it's about performing some kind of outward service. You see, because many people are doing lots of stuff, but yet they're still not obedient to God. They don't even consider that what they're doing is foolish right out come stupid. So we got to be slow to speak. These are what is being said to us. Remember these things. Be slow to speak. Even though you might on the inside, you got to urge, you just got to say something. Sometimes it's better. We've got to study to be quiet. The word of God even tells us, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart, let it be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Hallelujah. Don't be too quick to even to make promises. Weigh out everything. 
Weigh it out carefully. Use wisdom. And then ponder on the decisions before you literally take action. Sometimes we be excited about things and we're so full of zeal and we run sometimes too quick. When God is saying, hold on, just wait a little bit. I want you to watch. I want you to pay attention. I want you to learn some things. I need you to take some notes. I need you to make sure that you're playing out everything carefully. And then guard your heart. Prevent yourself from having a lot of, lot of chitter-chatter, a lot of talking. There are lots of cares. There are lots of anxieties. But just stay quiet. Stay humble. Heed these words. These are great words of wisdom that Solomon is speaking to all of us today. Most importantly, saints, honor your vow. We're going to be talking more about that. Vows are very important. They're powerful, but they can also bring us great pain if we fail to honor them. Don't get caught up in this world system running after the mighty dollar. It's gotten a lot of people in trouble, many that are behind prison walls today and many that are six feet under, running after that money dollar, that mighty dollar. Because the lovers of money will always be disappointed. But when we put our trust in the Lord, hallelujah, he will be faithful, and he will cause money to come from the north, the south, the east, and the west. When we will seek after the righteousness of God, when we will give unto God what is due to him, then he will cause the wealth of the wicked to come into our hands. Amen. May God bless you on this morning. I pray these words have been a blessing unto you. Amen. 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 Good morning. I am Minister Carlo. I'll be taking your prayer request on this morning. So if you have any prayer requests, amen, I'll be taking those now. Good morning. Good morning. I will make a prayer request for the for the veterans, both at home and abroad, their families and caregivers. Also for the senior citizens that may be in assisted living facilities or in the home. And also for our our leaders now, uh, we are still under uh, confusion about even the, the governorship of the state of North Carolina, and we would like for God to intervene into this because we don't want people to be all upset and, and, and get out of hand like we have done in other parts of the country. Amen. 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 Minister Carla, if you would also um, lift up all of those that are sick, all of those that are shut in on today, all of those that are going through bereavement, preparing to bury um, loved ones on today, um, ask that you would continue to pray for uh, Pastor Baker for strengthening in her body, also for um, Mother Baker on today. Lift up um, all of our um, mothers, Mother Bridges, um, Mother Banks, Mother Blackwell, um, we want to pray for Mother Kemp, um, just all of the mothers, all of the fathers on today, um, and the people of God as a whole. Please remember um, all of those that are put in some difficult uh, positions where they have to make some decisions, and sometimes it's hard for them to make right decisions, but just for their mind that um, they will make right decisions. 
I want to lift up your family today, Minister Carla, all of the Kemp family today. Thank you so much for praying for us on this morning. Amen. Amen. Are there any more? Yes, good morning, everyone. Um, I want to continue to keep my aunt, um, Helen Dennis. uh, She's um, Mary, my aunt, I'm sorry. Uh, She's in a rehab now, and um, she's uh, making some progress. Um, I want to lift her up and also my family and my uh, spiritual mother, uh, Mother Warren Warren and and Bishop Warren, Bishop King and Evangelist King, First Lady, and uh, the Bishop, um, First Lady uh, Bishop, and um, his wife. Uh, also, um, I want to continue to keep my Janaya, my little niece. Um, she's suffering with lupus. I want to continue to keep her uh, lifted up. <clears throat> also, um, Mother, Mother Guarded. I will, um, that's my other spiritual mother. I want to keep her lifted up. And also I want to continue to lift up the Williams family. Um, the funeral is today of the mother. Thank you. Amen. Are there any more on this morning? Amen. If our hearts and minds are clear, amen, I ask that you join your faith with mine on this morning as we go before the throne of grace on this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we just come before you this morning. We just thank you, Father God, for another day. We thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you for your love and kindnesses on this morning, Father. Father, we just thank you for deeming us worthy for one more day, Father God. Father, we just thank you for waking us up clothed in our right mind. We thank you for starting us on our way on today, Father God. We thank you for the movement of our limbs on today, Father. We thank you for the for being able to hear, being able to see, Father God, being able to breathe, Father God, on today, Father God. Father, we just thank you for being able to lift our voices to the heavens and to magnify you, to glorify you, to exalt your name, to reverence you on this morning, Father God, because it's all about you, Father God. Father, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven on today, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you, Father God, for another time of fellowship, Father. We thank you for another time of your presence on this morning, Father God. We just thank you for the fresh manner this morning, Father God, that you have for your children each and every morning, Father God. We do not take it for granted. Father, we just thank you. Father, we thank you for the wisdom, Lord God, and the knowledge that you pour out unto your servant of God each and every morning, Father God. We just thank you for it, Lord God. Father, we just thank you, Father God, for being able to come together, Lord God, in unity on this morning. Father, we just exalt you this morning. We magnify you. We thank you for being Jehovah Jireh this morning. We thank you for being Jehovah Rapha this morning, God. We thank you for being El Shaddai on this morning. Hallelujah. We thank you for being a mind regulator on this morning. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for being a breach repairer on this morning. Hallelujah. We thank you for being love. We thank you for being joy. We thank you for being peace on this morning. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you. 
We thank you. We thank you this morning. We do not take it for granted, Father. We praise you this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we just come before you this morning, Father God, lifting up your children on today, Father God. Father, we ask that you just continue to touch our hearts, Father God, on this morning. Father, that you continue to go into those secret chambers of our heart, Father God, on this morning, Father God, and remove everything that is not of you, Father God, every distraction, every hindrance, Father God, every everything that is not of you, Father. We ask that you uproot it on this morning and burn it up by fire on this morning, Father God. Father, we ask that you touch the hearts of your children that are in pain on this morning, Father God. Father, we ask that you apply the healing balm to their hearts on this morning, Father God. Heal the, the scars, God, of rejection. Heal the scars of abandonment. Heal the scars of disappointment. Heal the scars of letdown on this morning, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you heal those battle wounds on today, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for their strength to continue to press, to continue to endure, Father God, to continue to go forward, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you right now. We ask that you continue to purge us and hiss up on this morning, creating us a clean heart and renewing us an upright spirit, Father, the right spirit on this morning, Father God. Father, teach us how to walk in love, Father God, how to walk in charity for one another, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, help us to be of one mind, one heart, and one God, one accord, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we come against every ism and schism in the body of Christ. We come against every his children, Father God, in our family units on this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare and decree there will be unity. I declare and decree there will be peace. I declare and decree there will be love, Father God, in the family units on today, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I just pray for your children this morning, Father God. We pray, I pray, Father God, that you give us a mind, Father God, to be slow to speak, Father God, and quick to listen on today, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, give us the strength and the wisdom not to step out your will, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. For it's your will today, Father God, and not our will, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we humble ourselves to you today. Father, give us servant hearts and servant minds on today, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, it's all about what can we do for you today, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray, Father God, for the youth today. We pray for the young children on today, Father God. We pray Psalms 91 over their lives, Father God, because we are losing them so rapidly, Father God, in mass numbers. Father, we pray for their protection on today. We bleed the blood over them from the crown of their heads the soles of their feet. Father, we pray for the protection of the schoolhouses, the buses, Father God, transportation, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for their minds on today. Father, we ask that you give the peace on today, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we come against that spirit of rebellion that's running rampant on our youth on today. We bind it up to command it to go to God's places, and we release the Holy Spirit over them on today, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you continue to pierce them hearts, Father God, to do right, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we just pray for the wisdom of our children today, Lord. We ask that you have your way on this on today, Father God, in their lives, Father God. Remove the scares of that from their eyes and give them an ear to hear. Give them a heart of obedience on today, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Father. Today we lift up the veterans, Father God, here and abroad. 
Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you meet their very needs on today, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you heal them in their body. Father, heal them in their finances. Heal their families, Father God. Heal their homes, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Keep their minds in perfect peace on today. Keep their bodies in perfect peace on today, in the mighty name of Jesus. We declare and decree healing in their lives, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for their families, Father God. We pray for the unity. We pray for them to be loving on one another. Father, we pray that they have open arms for one another, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, continue to show us how to love, Father God, for you said love covers a multitude of sins to God in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, cause your children to arise, Father God, and take their rightful place, loving one another, Father God, being there for one another, lifting them up, Father God, speaking life over them, tearing them in their spirit on today in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we lift up the caregivers this morning over your seniors and over your veterans. We lift up the caregivers, Father God, over the people who aren't able to do for themselves, Father God, those in, in nursing homes, those in disability homes. Father, we lift up those caregivers on today. Father, you send those who are called by your name. You send those that have a heart for them. You send those who are carrying your heart, Father God, who are following your heart on today, Father God. Give them, Father God, the peace that surpasses on understanding. Father, we ask that you continue to give them the strength to endure, to push, to love your children and to do your children. Father, give them the strength to not be weary and well-doing on today. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we Pray for we pray for a hedge of protection around them. We pray a hedge of protection around their family, around their homes, their vehicles, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you meet their every need today and give them their hearts desires on today in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we lift up the senior citizens on today. Those who are in nursing homes, Father God, care facilities, those who are at home, Father, we ask that you touch them on today, Father God, in those in those places that only you can. Father, we ask that you give them joy on today, give them peace on today, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask for healing in their bodies, healing in their minds, Father God, healing in their hearts, God. Father, pierce their hearts today so they can feel your love, they can feel joy all around them, Father God. Father God, God, allow your spirit to be an atmosphere changer, Father God, in the lives of the senior citizens, Father God. For there are so many that are so bitter, Father God. We ask that you touch their hearts today, Father God. Father, you send the family, Father God, to love on them, to be a pillar of support, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, help the family unit to be selfless and not selfish, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, this morning we lift up our leaders, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you give them clarity and you give them guidance from making the right choices all today, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, knowing that they are carrying so many in their hands. There are so many that are looking up to them, Father God. There are so many that are supporting them. Father, give them that spirit, the right spirit, Father God, to make the right choices. Give them the strength. Give them the courage, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We declare and decree that they shall not cower on the, in the mighty name of Jesus, that they shall stand on their own two feet and make the right decisions in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you expose every plot and plan in the enemy, of the enemy, Father God, in the leaders, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We come against them and we cancel them and we call them Noah and void on this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. We just plead the blood of our leaders, Lord God, in the 
the mighty name of Jesus. Father, you just have your way in their lives this morning. Father, this morning we lift up all those who are sick this morning, all those who are going through in their bodies, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we lift up Pastor Baker this morning. We lift up, we lift up little Zania, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we lift up all of those. And Sister Helen this morning, all of those, Father God, who need healing and restoration. Because Jesus, you said by your stripes they are healed. Father God, we ask that you saturate their their room with your presence. Because we know there's healing in your presence, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we know that you are touching this morning. We know that you are healing this morning, Father God. And we know that it all it takes is one touch of the hem of your garment to be healed, to be restored, to be set free, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we pray for their minds, God. Put their minds at rest, knowing that you are in control. Knowing that you are Jehovah, Jehovah Rapha this morning. Knowing that you are the doctor. You are the healer. And it's in you that we trust. It's in your report that we trust on this morning. No matter what it looks like. No matter what it seems like. No matter what it smells like. We know, Father God, it's you that's in control on this morning. We know that's you that's healing this morning, and we declare and decree that healing. We declare and decree that restoration on this morning in their bodies, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we lift up all those who are bereaved in bereavement on this morning. Father, we lift up the Gore family, we lift up the Williams family, all of those today, Father God, who are preparing to lay their loved ones to rest. Father, we lift up those this morning, God, whose hearts are heavy, Father God. We lift them up this morning. Father, we carry them in our spirits on this morning. We ask that you give them peace that surpass all understanding. Father, give them peace as a river on this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we ask, Father God, that you send those men and women who have a heart for them, Father God. God, that will rally around them, that will be their support systems on today. Father, those that will speak life, those that will love on them, Father God, those that will be the salt of the earth in their life today. Father, those, Lord God, that will just love all up on them today. Give them the love and support that they need, Father, that shoulder to cry on, that listening ear, that hug that they need on today. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, we thank you for what you're doing in their lives even now. Father, we understand. We know it'll be better by and by, God. We just thank you for moving in their lives on this morning. We thank you for their peace this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we ask that you touch all of those who are traveling, Father God, for these ceremonies, Father God, these home goings. We ask that you touch each and every person that's traveling today. Give them traveling grace and mercy. Give them traveling favor today, Father God, by air, by air, land, and sea. Father, you go before them and make every quicker way straight. Father, we bind up those accidents even now this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. And we release the Holy Spirit, Father God, on the highways and byways of today in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we just ask that you touch our mothers today. In the mighty name of Jesus, touch Mother Banks, God. Touch Mother Blackwell, Father God. Mother Bridges, Mother Kemp this morning. All mothers that's represented on this line, Father God. You know them all by name, Father God. We ask that you touch them this morning. Continue to strengthen them, Father. 
strengthen their minds, strengthen their bodies, Father God. Continue to strengthen and restore them, whatever it is that they may need, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we just ask that you continue to stir them up with wisdom that they can pour out onto their children, onto their grandchildren. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, you strengthen those fathers on today. Every father represented on this line, Father. Every father, Father God, on today, Lord God, give them the strength that they need, Father, to stand for their children, to be there for their children, to be a support system for their children, strengthen them to be better husbands, better fathers on today that will stand, Father God, that will stand on your word. Just preach their hearts today, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for moving in our father's lives. We thank you for changing their hearts even now, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we lift up the Scott family today, Lord God. We ask that you continue to touch them, continue to restore, continue to heal, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We lift up Mother and we lift up Bishop Warren and Mother Warren today. We lift up Bishop and Evangelist King today. We lift up Mother Garter today, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, you move mighty in their lives today. Show your hand mighty in their lives on today, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the testimonies that are going to come forth on today, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, for we know that you are moving in their favor. You're turning it around for them even now, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I just see the blood over each and every person on this line, Father God. You meet their needs today, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, everywhere that they go, let their feet be blessed. What they put their hands to, let it be blessed today, Father God. Well, they put their mind to, let it be blessed on today, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you even now. We thank you even now. And we plead the blood over this prayer. We come against every spirit of sabotage and every spirit of retaliation. We bind them up this morning and command them to go. And we release your, 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 your Holy Spirit, Father God, on this morning. Father, we ask that you release your warring angels into the atmosphere on this morning. In Jesus' precious name, amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. we bless your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the prayer that has gone forth. We thank you for your anointed vessel, O God. We thank you, O God, for our praying out of the depths of our very soul. And, Father, today we give you praise, glory, and honor, O God, that we are the redeemed of the Lord, and we can say so. We believe that it is so and that it's already done. And so, Father, we ask that you would fill her cup today, God, that you would restore her, refresh her, refill her today, O God, that her cup overflowing. We thank you that now you're meeting all of her needs today according to your riches and glory. We thank you, for we do receive. For it's in Jesus' name we pray, and we say amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And so we thank God for the prayer that is gone for. We want to open up now because you know what? We get so excited uh, because God is doing great and wonderful things, and we know that God is doing something even special in your uh, uh, in your life. 
And so if there's anyone here that have a praise report, a testimony, we want to hear that and we'll be able to rejoice with you. So you can unmute your lines by pressing star six, those of you that have muted your lines, um, and, uh, and go ahead and let us share in with your praise reports on today. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Anybody with a praise report? Amen. I'm just thankful that I'm here another day. I thank God for all he's doing in my life and everybody else's life on this line. And my song today is Victory is Mine. Victory is Mine. Victory today is mine. I so say that to get thee behind. www.trecci.org 
and donate right there at our website. You can even go to our church website page and donate there. Uh, we need to prepare now to prepare even for Christmas. Uh, many that are already giving for Thanksgiving to families around the country, and we want to start preparing now for the Christmas. Amen. To God be the glory. Well, that brings us to the end of our morning manna broadcast. It's been an exciting time on today. I'm going to be singing that song all the morning, Minister Carla. Victory is mine. <laughs> Amen. Yes, hallelujah. And so at this time, we're going to call back. Is anybody does not have any more comments or any other praise reports? Amen. Going once, going twice. We're gone. We're going to call forth Brother Thomas at this time to come back. And if he would give us our benediction scripture, which is coming from Jude, verses 24 and 25. Amen. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hello, I don't hear you. Oh, oops, I'm sorry. Amen. I was on mute. I try to do what I say that we're going to do. But we just want to thank all of you for being here on this morning with us on the Morning Manor broadcast. We thank God even for Pastor Baker um, who was able to listen in and to hear on this morning. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Like she says, she can't say a word. She's just waving her hand. To God be the glory. On behalf of all of us here at the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church, we do want to wish you all a wonderful, wonderful day um, on today. Remember to share forth the Word of God uh, with someone. Remember that God is ordering your steps. Let him order your steps today, everywhere that you go. Hallelujah. Represent the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you, saints of God. We look forward to seeing you again in the morning. We love you. Shalom. Amen. 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 God bless you. Be blessed, everyone. Amen. God bless you, too. Thank you so much. Amen. Evangelist, we're, we're definitely continuing to lift up the Williams family, especially Thank all you today. so much. Thank you Amen. so much. Amen. Amen. God bless you, uh, Pastor Baker. We love you all. We love you. Amen. Brother Thomas, God bless you. Mother Kemp, we know you're probably listening. God bless you today. Mm-hmm. Amen. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.